We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the show, Ivy Nation Sports Talk. We are <laughs> a little bit than we've been on England. We're up and rolling. Sean Styers, Jesse Styers. Jess, how are you tonight? Uh, I was doing well until all of these technical difficulties, but I think I figured it all out by this point. All right. All right. I have well, to I'm apologize just... to everyone because it sounds like it was my doing or my fault. I don't know. We, you know, it, it, we don't have to get into all those details. We're here. That's, that's all that matters right now. We're here. I was busy and, crunching uh, a lot of numbers today, man. Ivan coming hard on the Cubs saying they're terrible. I, I don't know. Ivan, that's really Cubs, crazy. Last... Cause they've scored the most runs <laughs> since the all-star break. They're literally yes. lighting the ball on fire right now. They're averaging. Dan's seven and Swanson and a has a like four home runs in three games. Yes. Yes. I think they're the yeah. hottest team in baseball, arguably, the last two weeks. Even Tommy, who doesn't pay attention to baseball, is like, all right, Ivan, relax, chill. You know where it is. Yeah, I mean, if you get <laughs> if you get freaking uh, Tommy fired up about some baseball, that's you've obviously said something that's out of line. Yes, Nick's or not Nick, Paul says, hard to believe, but I guess they'd start at exactly 2.17 p.m., my time and i'm trying to figure out where paul could be are you like are you on an island off the pacific are you yeah, in that's Alaska? like california like, or hawaii where, yeah hawaii i think it would be like even 117 or noon even but uh glad to have you with us paul um you want to talk some notre dame football since we're a little bit behind tonight <laughs> we can definitely tommy, get into some tommy Ask your okay, Paul's in Alaska. We have that confirmed. Tommy, ask your baseball question so I can start it up and we'll save it for rapid fire. I, I didn't realize you he's gonna to he get, wants me to ask, he's gonna ask about Cindergard. So. What do I okay. think of Cindergard in Cleveland? All right, all right. Get that question in, Tommy, and um, and we'll do that in a little bit. What we're gonna do tonight, you know, we started talking a little bit yesterday in the mailbag about what like who's going to be Notre Dame's leading receiver, you know, like and what order potentially are they going to be? You know, like what are the top five or six? What's it all going to look like? And so I figured 
we did a show like this last year. Let's just do it. We're we're a few weeks away from the start. I mean, it is what we're 23 days away from the start of the football season at this point. So let's make some receiver predictions for we're going to go top eight. We're going to go like who we think the top eight are going to be for Notre Dame. And I kind of looked at this. I went, you know, you look back, Irish receivers had 211 receptions last year for, for nearly 2,700 yards. Then you look at Wake Forest where Sam Hartman was. Their receivers had 302 receptions for 4,500 or 4,055 yards. That's primarily with Sam Hartman, but Mitch Griffiths was in there as well. So when we did this last year, you know, we went through, we made all these predictions, who's going to have what, and then like you started adding up Vince's totals, and I think Vince literally had more than 5,000 passing yards for Tyler Buckner, you know, by the time it was all, you know, based on, you know, how many yards he had for each receiver. I thought we'd keep it closer, like a little bit, you know, again, like what's what's it going to look like? We don't exactly know with between the rushing attack, but you're going to have a more downfield attack with uh, with Hartman. I'm figuring somewhere between 280 and 300 receptions and what do you think? Like 3,500 yards for, for our yardage benchmark. Do you think that's a good number, give or take? I had 330 receptions for 3,517 yards. So you added all yours up and that's what you have. Huh? Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. I ran models today. Beezer says he needs the whiteboard soon. Season is almost here. You will get more whiteboard. Once the season commences, you might even get it a little bit more before the season commences. But uh, yes, okay. So you're a little bit more generous with yours. And I'm going to say I had a hard time because like I set the parameters for the receptions and the yardage. And then I started going through for mine. And then I added them all up. And I'm like, well, I'm way over. I'm in Vince territory right now. You know, so we're only going to rank the top eight. We're not going to go all the way down. Um, because last year they had six different guys in double digit receptions. They had two others with nine. And then you had like, you know, the stragglers that rounded it out. I think it ended up being like 12 or 13 total guys had receptions last year. So we will do our top eight. Was this, was this a pretty hard task for you? You know, like to, to crunch this out, to, to kind of figure out what it was all going to look like. It was not once I determined what I wanted to work with, um, yeah, it, it wasn't overly hard. Okay. I'm excited. I built mine in Excel, so I'm excited. Ooh, do you want to just? We'll, we'll have you share it at the end. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, so I can kind of give a breakdown of what I was looking for here. Okay. I hope it makes sense. All right. Let me ask you this first of all: Is the guy you have with the most receptions also your yardage leader? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Mine is, I want to make, I want to double check and make sure mine is different. My, my receptions leader, my yardage leader, different guys. Get us started, Jesse. Who do you have leading Notre Dame in both receptions and yardage this season and how much? I have Tobias Merriweather as the leading uh, wide receiver. Okay. Um, Tobias Merriweather will have 1,142 yards. Wow. Okay. And he will have 97 receptions. <laughs> wow. You're, so you're going from one catch, 
for 41 yards to All-American status overnight. Correct. Okay. So I have Tobias as my number one yardage guy. By the way, did you figure out what 97 for 1,102, like what the yards per catch is on that? Um, I can quickly tell you that it's it's it, it only, and I say only, it's eight. It's around eight catches per game, um, and the average uh, reception would be about eleven and a half per reception. See, that's that's see, that's uh, that's that's no bueno. He's not going to be an eleven yard per reception guy. I'm hey. sorry. That's why you built your numbers and I built my numbers and we can <laughs> yes. compare at the end of the season. Yes. I built the correct numbers. Jesse built his numbers. Well, That's the way it's... you know, <laughs> some of us have a degree in math. Some of us don't. That's true. But that doesn't make you right because there's no way that Tobias Merriweather is only going <laughs> to average 11 yards per catch this season. Hey, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so my receptions leader is Jaden Thomas. And I have Jaden at the top. 59 receptions for 785 yards. He had 25 for 362 last year. And uh, my 59 for 785 comes out to 15.7 per catch. Very respectable. A guy who can (laughs) stretch the field a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Are people coming at you now? (laughs) No, you are coming at me. (laughs) So I've got Jaden Thomas, 59 for 785. And Jesse has Tobias Merriweather. At 97 for 1142. I mean, a lot of yards, but that's a lot of receptions to get it as well. And again, I think because of his vertical threat, I think he, I think he's going to be. I just don't think he's going to be the volume guy. Uh, he's still going to get a decent number. I have Tobias number two on the receptions list, number one on the yardage list. I have Tobias 
47 receptions, 820 yards. That comes out to 17.4 per reception. What do you think about that? You said 17.4 per reception? Correct. I think that's pretty – that sounds about right. Again, you, you talk about the vertical threat um, and, and getting the ball downfield, and, and that's mainly what he's going to be used for. So I, I think that my receptions might be a little bit off. Um, but, again, this was uh, – I was I was crunching numbers rather quickly. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if that number is actually more down to, like, the 75 area. Okay. So you've got Tobias number one. I've got him number two. I've got Jaden Thomas number one. Who's your number two guy on your list? Um, my number two guy is Jaden Thomas. Okay. And what's what kind of production do you have for Jaden? I have Jaden Thomas at 515 yards over 50 receptions. Okay. All right. That's not too far off from what I've got. You've got 50 for 515. I've got 59 for 785. I've got him with more yards. And again, your yards per catch is going to be pretty low with uh, with Jaden Thomas. And if you're looking at last year's quarterbacks, Drew Pine especially, then I think that that makes sense. But you've got, uh, you know, you're a little bit, you're not, you're not stretching the field very vertically with your numbers so far, math guy. I'm not. I am not. <laughs> All right. So we both got Thomas and Tobias, one and two, depending on where. Chris Tyree is my number three. Is he your number three? He is not my number three, He's but he was a close number three. number three. Okay. So I've got Tyree number three. I've got him 40 receptions, 490 yards. That's 12.2 mm. per catch. He had 24 for 138 as a running back, of course, last year. And I kind of looked at this, and again, I know that that Sam Hartman is not going to be running the Wake Forest offense, don't get me wrong, but the way he used the slot receiver, their slot receiver, uh, Taylor Morin last year, 47 catches for 575, so I've got Tyree 40 for 490. So, you know, fairly similar, I think, to, to what Wake Forest's slot guy was doing last year. My Chris Tyree numbers were very similar. I had 440 for 45 receptions. Okay. And where do you have him? You said you didn't have him number three. Do you have him number four? Number four, correct. Okay. And say the numbers again. Uh, 440 for 45 catches. Okay. Yeah, we're right in the same ballpark. I'd like to amend Tobias to 75 catches, please. Okay, you're going to drop him 75. All right. That puts him about 15.2 <laughs> yards per catch. I like that number a lot better. You've been you've been playing with your fuzzy math trying to figure out what gets him. That's the only one I no, catch, no, that's right? the only one I'm adjusting. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Had to drop him quite a bit, though. You dropped him about 20 plus receptions. receptions. That's about okay. two receptions per game yeah. less. I like that number. It brings his average catch to about 15 yards. And it goes back to what you brought up just a really solid point of. He's going to be more vertical than anything. You know, Thomas is, is going to be your over-the-middle kind of shorter route guy. Um, but I still think he's going to uh, – Merriweather's still going to lead the team in receptions. So Chris asks, are we basing Tobias as number one based on talent? I mean, that's pretty much what we have to go I, yeah, on, right? I just think he's <laughs> – And what we've seen a, so far. In a room that has a lot of inexperience and you combine inexperience with the, the – the, the potential for the highest ceiling that's kind of where i'm yielding tobias to be the top dog this year 
I had a hard time figuring out, you know, again, like you've got him at 75. I've only got him at four, uh, 47, but I've got him with 820 yards, which again is a 17.4 yard per catch average. I just think he's going to be, I think he's going to be at least 16 yards per catch this season. And, you know, I was flirting with, do I really think he's going to get 18? Obviously you're talking about a guy who had one catch last year, but we have at least a body of work to look at from the spring, as well as what we've seen in bits and pieces so far this fall. Granted, we haven't seen a lot this fall, but we, you know, we do get like some highlight videos and stuff like that every now and then. And with what we know of Sam Hartman, we've talked about this before. You have to remember like Jaden Thomas and Jaden Greathouse both got to play with Sam Hartman in the blue gold game. And as a result, what happened? They both had big games. Great house had the bigger game. Tobias Merriweather didn't get to play with Sam Hartman in the blue gold game. So like, like, it, you know, most fans probably are, are still wondering a little bit about Tobias Merriweather, but other things that we got to see in the spring and the talent that he has and the fact that, you know, when they run him out there, He's out there number one. He's going to be a number one guy. So, you know, all those factors, I think that's that's kind of what we're basing that on. Now, personally, again, I think 75 is a little bit high, but I think he's going to have a, a, a pretty good amount of yards. And a, I think he's going to end up, like for guys who have, let's say, at least 20 receptions or so, I think he's going to be the yards per catch leader of the group this year as well. Oh, 100%. And I just think the, the reason why I have so much confidence in his receptions um, really is because I, I believe Sam Hartman can throw the ball where he knows his wide receivers can make a play. Right. He right. knows where to where to put a ball, even if it's a tight window or a guy that's kind of draping on him in coverage or you know whatever the situation might be. I, I think Sam Hartman has one of the best talents in college football of throwing the ball, throwing his wide receivers open at times. He knows how to get his wide receivers mm -hmm. the ball that are going to, again, I don't think a lot of quarterbacks can make some of those throws or trust their throws knowing that, you know, this is what my wide receiver can do. And I know that, you know, if I put it here, really, he's the only guy who can go get it. Yeah. And I, and I think that so far in, in terms of like, we've seen Chris Tyree go vertical as well and Sam Hartman throwing it to him vertical. We saw some of that earlier this week, excuse me, I think on Monday at the, uh, at the practice that we got to see where Hartman, was focusing on Tyree with some of the deep routes, like he was throwing to him as much as possible. But like when you look at like Chris brings up the back shoulder to Thomas with that big body that he's got and Thomas has been working outside quite a bit. So I, I think you're probably going to see like Tobias at the Z and then Tyree in the slot, which is the F receiver. And then, you know, some, a lot of Jaden Thomas at that X as well, because of that, that, you know, physical, physical body that he's got. And I, I think you're absolutely right. Like he's going to be able to throw downfield in the, in these guys with the ability that they've got the skill sets that they've got. I, I think that they're going to be able to, uh, to benefit quite greatly. So you've got Tobias at one Thomas at two Tyree at four. We skipped your three. I'm interested. Who is your number three? Receiver? Deion Colsey. Oh, okay. Okay. That my pen just stopped working. Go ahead, tell me why Coles. What you've got for Colsey? Forty-seven for four hundred and eighty yards. Forty-seven, four eighty, for uh, for Colsey. So, 
I'm not, my stock isn't as high on Colsey right now. And again, we were talking about these guys a little bit last year. I've got him a lot lower. I just think that, I think there's going to be a lot less volume from Colsey. And I think that kind of that role that we saw last year where he can be a, a chain mover type guy, you know, like situationally a guy that, that they can count on third down situations and, and that kind of thing. I think that, I think that, I think that that's going to be more his role. So I have him all uh, down at number six. I've got him with just 16 catches for 175 yards. Yeah, so if you look at Wake Forest last year, their top leading receiver had 81 receptions, and after that it was 47, um, and then 42, and then 39. My big chunk, uh, Tobias matches that 81 at 75. Uh, Jaden Thomas matches the 47 with 51. And then uh, Colsey matches the the 42 with 48 receptions. So my numbers, again, are are based off a lot of what Sam Hartman did at Wake Forest last year. And then assuming better wide receivers this year at Notre Dame, I can't wait to show you the breakdown on this Excel formula, (laughs) but it gets kind of crazy. Well, you know, and you know, what's like when you look at at what happened last year, we heard this summer, like some national guys talking about, oh, who's. Who's he going to throw to at Notre Dame? Who's going to step up? They don't have any receivers and all this different stuff. Well, A.T. Perry was Wake Forest's number one receiver last year. He's six foot five, 205 pounds, like similar to Tobias Merriweather. But uh, he had 81 catches for over 1,000 yards last year, and he was a sixth-round pick of the Saints. So, like, that you know, eighty-one catches for over a thousand yards—that's pretty good, right? But he, you know, so it's not like, uh, you know, again, he goes in the sixth round. So I guess my point is, it's it's not like the receivers made Sam Hartman like some people I think again this summer maybe you know would have would have kind of led you to believe. I think it's the other way around, and Sam Hartman's going to have a lot more around him now than he had at Wake Forest. Yeah, so that's kind of where I saw uh, like an uptick in some of these guys, right? Like, I, I again, I based it a lot of these numbers off of Notre Dame's numbers last year, Wake Forest's numbers last year, and then basically the Sam Hartman factor. You know, what what is he going to add? Um, and, and that was kind of my overall thinking um, when breaking it down. And, and, and the combination of, like you said, these wide receivers, they weren't great. Um, and so you pair maybe, you know, a little bit better of wide receivers athletically um, and then you pair Sam Hartman stepping in compared to last year's numbers. And, and that was kind of my, again, my overall thought process. So I've got Jaden Greathouse as my number four. Ooh. Is he your number five or do you have him lower? Nope. I have him. Uh, I have him lower. I have Holden stays at number Ooh. five. Okay. So I've got uh, the great one as salty likes to call him Jaden Greathouse. I've got him for 35 receptions. For 500 yards, that's a 14.2 yard per catch number. And I'm pretty confident that he's going to be in that ballpark. So, I mean, I'm confident that most of these guys are, but, but again, it's, it's a little bit of a crapshoot, you know, just based on bringing in a quarterback and a different system and all that stuff. But I think great house is going to have, um, you know, not one of the best freshman receiver seasons of all time, but I think it's going to be a really solid season with 35 catches for 500 yards. It'll be more than a Notre Dame freshman has had in quite some time. So I had Holden stays with uh, 40 receptions and 300 yards. 
40 for 300, and that is your number five, the yep. tight end. I've got I've got stays next on my list at uh I've actually got him at number five as well, but I've got him with less production than you had. I've got 20 catches for 200 yards. I just think that these tight ends, you know, like the the tight ends, I've got two in my top eight, but I don't think that they're quite going to add up to what Michael Mayer did last year, because as we've talked about a few times, I just feel like this is going to be a more downfield offense, one where the quarterback has the ability to find the receivers downfield, throw them open. He doesn't have to see a receiver come open. He'll throw the ball to the spot before the break, you know, like throw it on time more, I think, than we've seen Notre Dame quarterbacks do in the last several years. So that's why I've got uh, more of the receivers higher on the list and the tight ends a bit lower. So you've got stays. You've got stays with double the receptions I have. You've got him with 40. I've got him with 20, but you've got him with 300 yards. I've got him with 200 yards. Yep. All right. So who's next then? Your number six is who? Mitchell Evans. Okay. So you've got the, both the uh, tight ends back to back. And what do you, what have you got Evans doing? I got Evans for 25 and 250. Man, you're. Did you add these receptions up at the Correct. end? <laughs> I did. What did you come up with again? <laughs> Three hundred and two. Wow. And that's just your top eight. You're not even factoring in like the other guys who are going to catch some balls here and there, right? Correct. But Wake Forest's top eight receivers had two hundred and eighty-two last season, so it's really only a twenty reception jump. So but like again, one and a half per game. They don't have. They didn't have the running game that Notre Dame is going to have. Notre Dame's going to score a lot of points. Okay. Okay. So you've got the two tight ends combining for 65 catches and 550 yards. That is ballpark what Michael Mayer did last year. He had 67 for over 800 yards, uh, at least the receptions-wise. You're right there. I've got Mitchell Evans, 16 catches for 185. So my two tight ends add up to 36 receptions for 385 yards. I just feel like... They're going to be more possession guys or, you know, catch a ball here and there when other guys are covered and Hartman is able to find them open. So uh, I just don't think that the the tight ends are going to be nearly the factor that they've been the last few years with guys, you know, whether it's uh, Michael Mayer, Tommy Trimble before that, or, you know, on and on, go down the list. I think that the tight end production is just going to drop off this year. So Evans is your six. Colsey was my six, so we each have two more. Actually, yeah, Evans is my seven. I'm sorry. So Evans is my seven after Colsey. I've got them both with 16 catches. So I've only got one more to go on my list. You've got two more to go on yours. Uh, the next one I had is Jaden Greathouse, 10 yards, two – or sorry, <laughs> 10 receptions – for 195 yards. Say that again. I'm sorry. Jaden Greyhouse, 10 receptions, 95 yards. Or wow. 195 yards. 195 yards. All right. So you don't think that uh you don't think that uh, Jaden Greyhouse is is going to uh produce. You think it's going to kind of follow the trend of of Notre Dame freshman receivers past, huh? Correct. I think he'll get some playing time. Um but I think even the best of the best aren't 
don't see a lot of playing time early on at wide receiver at Notre Dame, especially the last couple seasons. Um, I, I just don't know if, if it's going to be handled like the, the Merriweather situation of last year. You know, a lot of talent, but really didn't see the field well. I don't know how, how much farther along he is in the playbook compared to Tobias Merriweather. I don't know what his blocking on the perimeter looks like because that's going to get you a lot of playing time if you can block on the perimeter, even when you're not throwing the ball. Um, so there's a lot of things that play into Great House's game besides just catching the ball. I think he's a fantastic wide receiver. I think he's going to get his opportunities. I think he's going to be the best freshman wide receiver that they've seen in a long time and definitely of this class. Um, but I just don't see him putting up a ton of yards super early. Okay. Angelo asks if Great House will get reps at the boundary as well as in the slot. I believe that he will with the body that he has. He can play inside or outside just like Jaden Thomas can as well, which is why I'm, you know, not just that, but just watching what he has done. And like when you, when you look at his route running ability in practice, it stands out, especially for a freshman and the physique that he has the, you know, the, the, you know, the catch radius, the skills, there's just. Michael Floyd is a comp, right? Somewhat. I think I I don't think you know again I don't think that he's going to put up Michael Floyd numbers. Well, I'm just talking like uh, body size, strength, similar catch yeah. radius. Yeah, going up and getting the ball, strong yeah. hands. Chris makes a fair point, taming the expectations for Great House, but secretly think he will lead the team. <laughs> now I don't know about lead the team, but Chris also says depends on coaching. Freeman was reluctant to play Merriweather last season, so he could hold Great House back a bit. Now the uh, the uh, X factor here is the fact that you have a new offensive coordinator. And Freeman said at the end of spring, you know, right after the blue gold game, these freshmen, maybe all three of them are going to play this year. But he expected at least one of them, and he expects at least one of them to be out there playing. And just based on what we've seen so far, Great House is definitely the leader of the three to get the most playing time right now. And they have also said, whether it's Jared Parker or Marcus Freeman, you know, like on this whole freshman, how do you get them, you know, like getting young guys on the field who are a little bit less experienced and all that stuff. I think that there's going to be a lot less reluctance to get these young guys out there again, you know, like using what we've talked about a little bit with Jalen Sneed, find what they can do well, work off that, first as they you know build up the broader base of knowledge you know figure out what they do well get them on the field and you know if if the games play out against some of these opponents early on the way we think they will then that should you know lend itself to younger guys getting out there on the field and getting more opportunities anyway but i i, I just feel like Jaden greathouse is going to have a pretty solid freshman season this year well, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Salty Virginia Peanuts had a a comment about six comments ago that says, Jesse, he has exceeded those numbers in a single game. Well, that single game is a spring game where everyone gets to play. And that's not against another competition. And that's not you know, stacking up the top wide receivers in the room and determining who's getting playing time and et cetera, et cetera. And I understand the hype around him, but I, I just don't see him. I think his ceiling is, is uh, probably being like the third leading receiver on the team this season. The, uh, the list is long of players who have stood out in the spring and then never been seen, you know, <laughs> never to be seen afterwards. Now I don't think the great house is going to fit into that, but you, you know, again, you just, you can't base too much on what you see in one spring game. It's an inner squad scrimmage where you've got ones versus twos. And in some case, ones versus threes, you know, twos versus fours and all that kind of standing. And again, like the different, you know, who you've got throwing the ball, all those different things. I just, I, I, the talent is there, but I'm not going to get carried away just because he had a good spring game with Sam Hartman throwing football. Paul said he was going to say Tate and Brown. Golden Tate took long, took much longer to pick up the offense. You know, they were, uh, when he was a freshman, when they would get him out there on the field because of the speed that he had, one, he was very raw with the route running. Jaden Greathouse compared to Golden Tate as a freshman, it's it's like a fifth-year pro to a freshman almost. You know, like when you look at at the, the preciseness of how they run routes, you know, Golden was, was pretty much a go-route <laughs> type guy. And they would... They would literally get line him up, you know, whichever direction they were going. They would have him line up as closest to the Notre Dame sideline as possible so they could yell to him from the sideline what he needed to do when he was a freshman. You know, so very raw as a freshman. We all know he went on to a nice career, won a Super Bowl, all that stuff. But I think great house compared to Tate as a freshman, completely different skill sets. Right I would now. say so too. Yeah, I like those. I, I like the Tim Brown and uh, Michael Floyd comps a lot better than than Tate. So, who's your number eight? My number eight is Jadarian Price, running back, mm. only running back on my list. And I I was toying with: do I have him higher? Do I keep him lower? But you know, like when you look at all these different receivers and the tight ends who ended up there, I've got Price with 12 catches for 140 yards this year. Nice. So my last one came down to Rico Flores or Jadari and Price, actually. Um, I think Rico Flores is going to get some opportunities out there, too. Uh, I have him for 10 receptions for 185 yards. 10 for 185. All right. I just saw. Oh, we're getting texts from Vince right now. All right. He's trying to guess where uh, where Notre Dame is going to practice. Paul says Tate because of his lower body strength. I can see that. I can see that. Definitely strong in the lower half. But 
Um, so you, so Jesse again. Jesse has Tobias going over a thousand yards this year. I've got five receptions. I've got Tobias eight hundred and twenty yards, and Jaden Thomas, the receptions leader with fifty nine. 785 yards. Jesse has Thomas 50 catches, 515 yards. And I think the biggest disparities that we have are Dion Colsey and Jaden Greathouse. We we actually have pretty good disparity with the tight ends as well. Like I have Stays and Evans combining for 36 catches and just short of 400 yards. Jesse has the two tight ends, 65 catches, 550 yards. Jesse has Colsey, 47 for 480. I've got him 16 for 175. And I have Great House, 35 catches, 500 yards. Jesse has him 10 for 195. So there you go. You want to put that spreadsheet up? Yeah, let me find – let me – let me. Uh, Is it worth seeing? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> Just you can have an insight into my mind here a little bit. Uh, there it goes. I don't know if we want that to be quite. Yeah, honest. I wouldn't either. <laughs> it should be up. Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, so let's see what we got. Hopefully, let me zoom this in a little bit. Let's see. That's a little hard to see. But what do we? What do we get? Is that a lot better. I think that's a lot better, right? Yeah. All right. So this is Wake Forest's um, stats last year. Does this um, substitute for a whiteboard? By yeah, the way? today, today is this is uh yeah, that's a good point. This is a substitute <laughs> for a whiteboard right now. Okay. Um, so these numbers, this is Wake Forest's top eight wide receivers, and this is receptions, okay. um, this is yards, this is Notre Dame's last year, um, with yards right after. Um, and so then these are the breakdown of it. That's 282 combined receptions for 3,900 yards. Notre Dame's were 198 receptions for about 2,500. That's the average um, yards per catch between the two. Um, and then this number right here is basically the, the percent increase between the two numbers. And this is important. Um, so what this is saying is that between um, Notre Dame and Wake Forest, Wake Forest saw a 57% increase in total yards. Um, I took that number. That's basically the Sam Hartman effect right there or a multiplier. Okay. Um, I took that number times all of Notre Dame's yards last year, and that's what yielded uh, this column right here. So 0.57 times 809 will get you 460 um, and down the list. And then I added that 460 back into Notre Dame's Whew. top receiver from last year, right? Man. And so that was basically, again, that's the Sam Hartman effect, 57%. Okay. And I added that to 809, and that's where you get the 12 69. I thought that these this column was a little bit high. Um, and so I did a 10% reduction on that to get this column right here. And those are those are my breakdown of the yards. And then I assigned the names to the yards based off of um, who I thought would achieve those yards. Wow. That's a lot of math. <laughs> but it all comes down to this number to me. It's this is this is the percent increase in yards, and that's the multiplier that I think is like that's the Sam Hartman effect. Okay, so that that was kind of um, that was uh, 
That was the thinking behind all this. Salty says, check your numbers. You have a glitch that deprioritized the great one. <laughs> so, like, that was the thing. Like, I yielded these numbers, and then I picked – I came up with the group of eight who I thought would be the mm -hmm. top eight, and then I assigned each of those to those numbers. So I uh, You came up with the numbers and then just plugged in who you thought would match with those numbers. Correct. Interesting. And so, Great House could easily move up to – I mean, in that case, I can see why you would get Tobias – at the top, because I think he is the logical pick again for the most yards. I just don't know that he's going to get quite that many yards, especially when you have Jaden Thomas there. I think, I think we're both in agreement. Those are going to be the top two guys. It's a Do matter you want to of see something super cool though. I had to like double triple check this, right? If it's so more math, I don't know how super cool it is. So <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. So I told you how I added these two numbers together, and that's uh -huh. that's what this column is right here. Well, if you take the sum of this entire column, uh -huh. which is a, a, just a repeat over here, I just put them in order from from largest to smallest. Okay. The sum of that column is three nine zero eight. Look at how many total receiving yards the top eight receivers had last year for Wake Forest. Wow, thirty nine zero eight. Right on the head. That's and that's I couldn't believe that. I kept looking at that. But it makes sense to me. It, 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 it's it's crazy how these two numbers ended up equaling equaling um, one another after all the math. But it's to me, it kind of shows some consistency. Whew, man. Okay. That was a little. You need fun. to keep that because uh, because I want to see how closely <laughs> you're able to predict this. I keep all, all of our sheets so we can come back to them. I definitely want to see this because the way you did this. <laughs> with Sam Hartman being the multiplier and, and everything else. Good stuff, good breakdown. I That's, put some heart into it, okay, everyone? You did. You did. Put a lot in it. I didn't that. just throw numbers out there. There was some reasoning behind it. It came strong. I like it. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.